Welcome to Premier Pain Talk, a podcast dedicated to expanding awareness about treatment options for people in pain. Each week, host Dr. Michael Danko from the Premier Pain Treatment Institute in Cincinnati, Ohio, will discuss cutting-edge treatments for pain management that are improving the quality of life for those suffering from chronic pain. Tune in now to learn more about how to relieve pain and restore your life. Hello, and welcome to this episode of Premier Pain Talk. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Danko. Uh, This week's episode is going to be a recording of a recent webinar that I hosted with my practice, Premier Pain Treatment Institute. Uh, The topic for the webinar is high-frequency neurostimulation uh, for chronic pain. Uh, More specifically, talking about some of the new exciting information about how high-frequency stimulation and and spinal cord stimulation is approved FDA, uh, FDA approval for diabetic peripheral neuropathy and how that is expanding therapy options for our patients. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this episode. And uh, at, as always, uh, at the end of the, uh, of the podcast, uh, rate, review, and, and provide any comments. Uh, thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's session of Premier Pain Treatment Institute CARES Educational Series. My name is Kyle Ingebrigtsen, and I will be this evening's host. Tonight's session will be focusing on high-frequency neuromodulation along with diabetic peripheral neuropathy. I have the pleasure of introducing our evening's presenter, Dr. Michael Danko from the Premier Pain Treatment Institute. Within our practice, we also have another gentleman, Dr. Timothy Feldheim, who practices this procedure along with other interventional treatments. Dr. Michael Danko is the founder of Premier Pain Treatment Institute. He is a graduate of both The Ohio State University and did his fellowship training at the University of Cincinnati. Dr. Timothy Feldheim, joined the Premier Pain Treatment Institute team in 2021, and as I mentioned, is a physician who practices interventional procedures such as the one we are going to discuss tonight. We would like to thank Nevro for all their help putting this together. At Premier Pain Treatment Institute, our goal is to relieve pain and restore life. Our team of pain management specializes provides well-researched advanced pain treatment options in a compassionate environment. Our care team is committed to helping all of those patients achieve relief, comfort, and independence. Without further ado, I will hand it over to Dr. Michael Danko. Thanks a lot, Kyle. Uh, again, this is a, this is a discussion on a form of, of spinal cord stimulation called high-frequency stimulation. Uh, and specifically, we're going to discuss how this stimulation is a, a gaining traction for uh, treatment for diabetic peripheral neuropathy. So, uh, spinal cord stimulation is not new to diabetic uh, peripheral neuropathy treatment, but it, it, up until recently, it really was not a treatment that was approved by the FDA. So it was something that we were using within the, the what we consider to be standard of care, and it was a therapy that uh, has had a lot of success. Uh, but for one reason or the other, there wasn't a large push to to obtain actual FDA approval, which, as we all know, that you know that's kind of the first step towards uh, getting more broader insurance coverage for these treatments and, and being able to offer them to more people. Uh, so, you know, patient may have uh, back and leg pain and they also happen to have diabetes and, and have some peripheral neuropathy with it uh, or some numbness and tingling of pain in their feet uh, or in their hands. Uh, and we didn't really, we didn't really code it or, or, or specify that the neuropathy was the prime target for the stimulation. It was usually more the back or, or, uh, or back and leg problem. Uh, and so it's really great to be able to offer these therapies uh, more broadly and be able to get better insurance coverage and to specifically say, hey, yes, we are treating diabetic neuropathy and, and trying to improve our patients' uh, quality of lives with these therapies. 
so just a little background. So diabetes is obviously a very significant problem in, in the United States. So there's 34.2 million people who have diabetes. Uh, that's about one in every 10 people. Uh, and then, you know, interestingly, one in every five people don't even know they have diabetes. Uh, so this is a very, very common and prevalent problem. Uh, and out of those uh, people that have been diagnosed with it, uh, you know, 20% of patients have a complication called diabetic peripheral neuropathy. So diabetes is a, is a, is a condition that can cause a lot of different problems throughout the body. Uh, one of the problems that it can cause is, is nerve damage in the small, what we, cons- what we call the small fiber nerves um, in the hands and the feet. And then as the neuropathy progresses and gets worse, It'll progress up the leg or up the arm, so people may get may uh, in a really severe case have have problems to go all the way up to their hips or or all the way up to their shoulders, uh, and and there's also issues that come along with this with with balance and with when sensation and other things that we consider to be autonomic symptoms, uh, and then. As we'll go into the next slide, there's a lot, there are conventional treatment options that, that, that a lot of people are, are familiar with, but uh, unfortunately, 45% of people are, are refractory to those treatments and they don't respond to those treatments. So that, that leaves us with over 2 million people who are, who are you know, have a condition, it's been diagnosed, we've attempted to treat it, and we're, we're still not getting good results. And so you can see where the, the need and, for, uh, and where the, it's very exciting to be able to offer a new treatment to these patients with, with high-frequency stimulation. And so, again, the conservative or, or conventional treatments for diabetic peripheral neuropathy, uh, there are prescription medications, a, a class of medicine called anticonvulsants, and that includes uh, gabapentin or, or neurontin. Uh, or pregabalin, which is also known as Lyrica. Antidepressants such as uh, duloxetine and amitriptyline have been uh, used for treating diabetic neuropathy. And then, you know, as last resort, uh, sometimes we, we, have, we need to consider opioid medications such as oxycodone or, or tramadol. Uh, there are topical treatments. Uh, there is also a newer treatment, uh, something called a Cutenza patch, which is a kind of exciting new treatment option for diabetic neuropathy as well. Uh, there are f- some physical therapy uh, treatments that can be done for neuropathy, uh, and then occasionally we'll we'll try a tens unit. Uh, and then for those of you that, that have used a tens unit before, you, you may may agree with me that it, that can be kind of difficult to if you think about where am I going to place these pads on my feet or on my hands and 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 stimulate and vibrate, and you know you can't walk, you can't really do anything. You got to sit there and, and get the treatment, and you may not be getting great coverage with a tens unit. So it's really important to know that the, that the stimulation treatment I'm about to talk about is, is nothing like a TENS unit. That is a high uh, energy, um, what we call field stimulation, where you're just trying to you know, cause vibration and just in a, in a specific location with an external unit. Uh, and then it's much different than, than refined focused uh, spinal cord stimulation where, where we are delivering um, much different energy and, and delivering it to the spine. And, and, uh, and high-frequency stimulation, as we'll get into, you don't even really feel the, the tingling or paresthesia. So it's not that, that progressive thumping like there is with a TENS unit. So what is spinal cord stimulation? Uh, it is a, a treatment that delivers small electrical impulses to the spinal cord to block pain signals uh, sent to the brain. Uh, it's a well-established therapy. It's been around for, for decades and as I mentioned previously, it, it's typically used to relieve chronic pain from nerve damage in the, in the trunk, the arms, or legs. And uh, there are a wide range of frequencies that, that uh, have been used. You know, traditional stimulation is, 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 a, is a low-frequency type stimulation. Uh, the high-frequency stimulation we're going to talk about uh, today is, is a, uh, on the, the far end of that range and considered to be high-frequency 
Uh, this is a minimum invasive procedure, and uh, it is technically considered to be a reversible therapy. So uh, you can implant the system, and then the system is also able to be removed if it needs to be. Uh, and then classically, uh, the spinal cord stimulation, we looked at the data with tonic stimulation, which is kind of the, the classic or traditional stimulation. And, and 50% of patients were getting uh, 50% pain relief at, at three years. Uh, and that means it works for half the people for um, about, about for about half their pain at three years out. And that's not that great. And, and you know, unfortunately, that that was great for, for a lot of people, but it also left a lot of room uh, for improvement. And, and fortunately, uh, spinal cord stimulation technology has really improved and, and, and gotten a lot better over time. Uh, and a lot of the newer systems that have come out ha- have shown to be superior to the to the to that old benchmark. And, and we're really having really great results. In it. And it's also why if you've tried stimulation in the past or if you have heard about it and heard about it not working, for a family member or a friend that you know, uh, it's, it's worth rethinking and reconsidering now because the technology has gotten so much better. Uh, nobody looks at their at the, the cell phones in the same way. Like they don't say that the flip phone I used ten years ago is the same type of you know iPhone or Android phone that I'm using now. We wouldn't make that confusion, and it's because we're very familiar and very comfortable with cell phones. We, we see them all over the place. We have our own. We've had our own for years. Uh, we, we just have a, a, a lot less penetration, a lot less awareness of what spinal cord stimulation is, and also a lot less awareness on, on how much it's improved over time. Uh, and so, as as many of you know, I have a podcast that I've been doing, and, and the podcast uh, is really trying to improve therapy awareness. Uh, and this is a uh, you know, prime for, for something like spinal cord stimulation because it's gotten so much better than it, than it used to be. Uh, and, and high frequency stimulation from Nevro is really. Uh, you know, one of the, the the driver for a lot of that change. So a few years ago, uh, they came out with with this treatment called high frequency neurostimulation, where they're delivering uh, something they call 10k uh, therapy or, or 10,000 kilohertz therapy, uh, and that is delivering a, a paresthesia independent type relief. So what that means is that it's delivering stimulation uh, above uh, 10,000 hertz, and and you're at it is a uh, a therapy that you you can't really perceive, so you're you're not going to feel the tingling or the sensation, uh, and that and that uh, was proven to be really successful. And and in 2015, uh, since that time, there have been 70,000 patients that have had this this treatment. Uh, and around that time, you know what that what all the other companies in the in the market did is, is they also used that as a as a reason to innovate and to and to improve. And so now we have a lot of great options, and, and, a, and a lot of it was brought forth by Nevro. And bringing this therapy to the market, uh, so you know, spinal cord stimulation is unlike pain medication. So you're not you're not going to get addicted. You don't have any issues with it clouding your thoughts or causing drowsiness or constipation. You know, is not is not a medication. Uh, there, you can do low frequency stimulation with the with the the Nevro um, system as well. So you can do a very low frequency, or you can go all the way up to the to their their 10k uh, patented range and. Spinal cord stimulation does have a trial period, and that's one of my favorite parts about this therapy. So you can really, quote unquote, try it before you buy it. So you can test it out for a week. At the end of the week, you can see how much better it is for your pain, and you can see if it's going to be the right option for you. Uh, it's almost like if you got to to go to the car dealership and take that car home for a week and drive it around, take it on a road trip, and you know, go you know full speed on the autobahn and see if you really love it. And then, it, and then if you like it, then you, you go ahead and buy the car. Uh, the spinal cord stimulation really has that option for you. So you can test it for a week. If you have a great trial, great response, 
and then you move forward with the implant. If it didn't help as much as you wanted it to, um, then then you're not committed to it. You didn't you didn't end up having any kind of surgery uh, or any kind of implant. You just tested it and it didn't work. So if it tested and it does work, then it provides some extra reassurance of what you should expect for that surgery, which I think makes that that surgical experience more a little more comfortable as well. Uh, so. As I mentioned previously, uh, uh, the HF10 uh, system is FDA approved for the treatment of diabetic peripheral neuropathy. Um, They're the largest uh, spinal cord stimulator study for painful diabetic neuropathy. And they're comparing it to the conventional treatments that I mentioned previously. And and the results really speak for themselves. If if you can see the the, uh, two graphs here, uh, it's really profound. And uh, also really kind of highlights how how not great or or poor conventional treatment really has been for diabetic neuropathy so uh, 50 percent or 50 uh, percent pain relief 85 uh, percent of the patients had this uh, with the with this with their spinal cord stimulator uh, at six months uh, and 86 percent had it at 12 months uh, and that's just showing you know that you know some durability of the therapy uh, and in the conventional group only five percent had, greater than 50% relief with, with their conventional regimen. So the, the, the best we could do with medication management and only 5% of people were getting at least half their pain reduced. And that, that was, that really shows again, how much we really need this, this therapy. We need people to be aware of it and considering it. Uh, and then in, on the right-hand side of the screen, they're looking at pain relief. The average pain relief for these patients you know, at, at 12 months was 77% pain relief. So not just 50% pain relief, the average patient was getting, you know, 75% of their pain reduced, which is pretty uh, substantial. Uh, there are other benefits to, to um, spinal cord stimulation. So in addition to the, the significant pain relief, uh, there's a significant improvement in sleep. Uh, 62% of people experience an improvement in sleep. And it was actually slightly worse with, you know, conventional medical management. Uh, and then uh, as I mentioned, there are other symptoms associated with diabetic peripheral neuropathy. It's not just pain. Uh, and in, in their uh, research study, uh, 68% of patients uh, demonstrated neurological improvements, uh, such as improvement in their strength, improvement in their, in their reflexes, and their, and their sensory function. So seven out of every 10 people were, were, felt like their legs were stronger. They were uh, having better sensation in their feet uh, and their nervous system was shown to be more responsive as you could tell by testing the reflexes. Uh, and then even more importantly, 92% of patients were satisfied with their treatment. So more than nine out of every 10 people that got it were very happy they did it and, and glad they, they uh, decided to proceed with it. Uh, so who's a good candidate for this? Uh, you know, we're, again, we're talking specifically about the treatment for diabetic neuropathy. You know, there are a lot of indications for spinal cord stimulation outside of neuropathy um, but, but uh, you know, for this particular indication, the patient needs to be diagnosed with diabetes. Again, they need to have that numbness and tingling and pain in their, in their, in their feet that, uh, consistent with diabetic neuropathy or their, or their hands. Uh, and they need to try at least two medications for diabetic neuropathy and still have uh, debilitating pain and, and, and or side effects from those medications. And uh, if you're, you know, to the point where you're thinking about a, a simulator for your neuropathy, it's, it's very, very likely that you've already tried at least two medications before. Uh, and so most people, it's more about just being aware and that it's, and that, and, and uh, you're probably already a candidate. You just aren't aware you're a good candidate. Uh, so I mentioned before, there's a trial period uh, with the actual implant, uh, the implant two uh, stimulating electrodes, and then there is a implantable battery. So this is very similar to 
to in the cardiac world and where we where people get uh, pacemakers. So again, they have uh, leads that are stimulating the heart, and then they have a battery that provides power to it. We have the same uh, situation here for the spinal cord stimulation. So there are the stimulating electrodes, and then we have the battery to be able to provide power to it long term. Uh, this is a re- this system is a rechargeable system, so you'll be able to ch- charge the battery. There are options for non-rechargeable systems as well. Uh, and then you have remote control, which is how you can adjust the, the programming or adjust the intensity of, of the stimulation or to turn it on or turn it off. Uh, and then what to expect uh, going through the process. So the first thing, once you've, you've uh, spoken to somebody at the office here, and, uh, whether it's me or Dr. Feldheim or, or one of our advanced practice providers, uh, we decide that this is a good option for you. Uh, we will send you for a, a one-time visit with a with a psychologist. Uh, so this is part of the insurance process where we, we do get psychological clearance prior to the implant. I also need to make sure that you've you've met the appropriate uh, con, um, conservative treatment options. This typically requires six weeks of physical therapy or six weeks of a, a structured home exercise program, and, and sometimes it may require that you've had imaging. Um, or, or in, you know, in some cases, you may need to have a study called, a, uh, for diabetic neuropathy, a study called an EMG, which is a, which is a nerve conduction test. Uh, and then generally, you need to have the, the condition for at least six months. And, and obviously, uh, as we discussed earlier in the presentation, this, this has been going on for years and, and not, not uh, you know, something very short term. Again, there's a trial period. So we, we get the insurance authorization after the, the prerequisites have been met and you test it out for a week and you can discover whether or not this worked well for you. Uh, and then and then the third step is move forward with the with the permanent implant uh, and really get the therapy going long-term for you. And again, as far as that surgery, uh, it is a uh, outpatient surgery. It takes me about 45 minutes, maybe a little bit less, maybe a little bit more. Um, there's some anesthesia time associated with that. But overall, it's, you know, it's about an hour-long procedure. Uh, you go home the same day. Uh, and then uh, um, it has a, it has some recovery afterwards, where you may have some you know some procedural pain or, or discomfort for about a week or two. Uh, and then I do limit your bending and twisting for about six to eight weeks because I want to make sure that those leads heal into the perfect position and and that uh, you're going to get a long term great great outcome. Uh, so in conclusion, uh, painful diabetic neuropathy affects a, a large percentage of the population, and and so far there's been very limited treatment options. Like I mentioned, uh, uh, over 2 million people uh, in the United States that have refractory or, or poor response to the treatments we've attempted for it so far. HF10 therapy uh, is FDA approved for the treatment of diabetic peripheral neuropathy and offers more pain relief than con- conventional med management alone by a wide and, and very large margin. And um, there are multiple therapy options where you can go low frequency, you can go high frequency. You know, they have the widest frequency range on the market uh, and they're patented for their, their 10K frequency. Uh, you, again, there's a trial period and then uh, and you get to really evaluate it prior to the implant. Um, so if you are uh, not currently a member of Premier, Premier Pain Treatment Institute, you can contact our office at, at 513-454-7246. You can also go to our website, premierpaintreatment.com, and we're happy to to see you for an evaluation and see if you're a candidate. Uh, If you're currently a a patient at Premier Pain Treatment, uh, then it's uh, really as as simple as talking to your provider at your next appointment and and, uh, asking the question, am I a candidate? Uh, And then we will just happy to discuss it with you. Hopefully, we're thinking about it, and it's front of our minds to offer it to you as well. But uh, 
overall, um, you know, one way or the other, the, we start the conversation, then we, then we get the process going and, and get you finding some relief. Uh, you can go to the, uh, the website from the company for this, uh, www.hfxforpdn.com. And uh, I really appreciate everyone tuning in for this webinar. And at this point, I'm going to kick it back to Kyle to see if we have any questions. Thank you, Dr. Danko, and thank you for that overview. Uh, we do have a couple of questions that have popped up, and I will read these off to you if you care to answer them. First question that's come up is, is this treatment covered by insurance? Yes, this is a uh, insurance-based treatment. Uh, so as you might imagine, when it comes to medical devices, these are, are sometimes expensive devices, and it's, and it's really not feasible to, to do a cash-based spinal cord similar implant unless you're you know, Elon Musk or one of his, uh, or, or Bill Gates or somebody's family members who's a uh, who's well uh, well endowed with with money um so we we will make sure we have all those prerequisites met so that we can we can uh, submit to insurance and and get their approval and, and make sure that you know it's going to be covered and and you may have some kind of out of pocket expense but you know that's not unlike other types of medical treatment where but this is a, an insurance based treatment excellent another question we have is how long does the trial process take and is this done in the office or the hospital so the trial portion is performed in our office uh, so you, you come into the office and then we uh, you do get a preventative dose of antibiotics to prevent infection um, and and then uh, then we get the trial going the trial procedure and, and, you know as I mentioned like the the, the implant is about an, an hour uh, the trial is, is a, lot, a lot of times a little, a little shorter than that because uh, we don't have to do as much preparatory work uh, as as we do with a, a surgery. Uh, and then you'll, you'll go home this, this, uh, and then you'll start testing it out. And this, there is going to be a little bit of procedural soreness after the trial, but, but for the most part, uh, within the first day or so, you're going to, you know, you're going to start being able to test it out and really seeing what it can do for you. Well, at this time, that's all the questions appears we have. So I'd just like to say, Dr. Danko, thank you for your time this evening. That was fantastic. Appreciate your insight on this therapy. And if everyone else who's out there, just a reminder that at Premier Pain Treatment Institute, we have three convenient locations in Hillsborough, Mount Orb, and Loveland. We have many procedures besides spinal cord stimulators that we are experts in. We also do appropriate medical management. And as Dr. Danko mentioned, I strongly encourage you to speak not only to, if you are, if you are a patient who's not uh, at Premier Pain Treatment Institute, please go to our website at premierpaintreatment.com or, or reach out to us and we'd be happy to schedule a new appointment. We are scheduling appointments within a week and we accept most major insurances. And the last thing is, if you are a patient, please talk to a provider about this therapy or the providers or other therapies within the practice. I appreciate everyone's time this evening, and this concludes our presentation. All right. Thanks a lot, Kyle. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Premier Pain Talk, where we understand your pain and share solutions that can improve your quality of life. This episode is brought to you by Premier Pain Treatment Institute, which has convenient Cincinnati area locations in Loveland, Mount Orb, and Hillsboro. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you get updates on all new episodes. Feedback is sincerely appreciated. 